Welcome to the Shape Up Academy. In this episode, I'm going to go through the principles of training, which is extremely important because many, many years back when I started training, probably like 12 years ago, I used to float around the gym doing random stuff with no purpose, you know, kind of meaning to the training. I just kind of wanted to pump the muscles a little bit. But I never realized that you actually are supposed to kind of understand the purpose and the principles behind your training. And when you do, and when I did, figure that out and I did learn that for myself I became a lot more motivated and um, my training became a lot more fulfilling literally every rep had meaning behind it so basically when you understand the principles of training you understand kind of the physiology of why you're training what happens when you train what happens to your body and um, and then when you do understand that you have more awareness and when you have more awareness you can make better decisions and you can kind of just try and better, get better results. So first of all, the probably the most important one that I like to think of is the adaptation. So your body is extremely adaptable. So whatever you put your body under, it will try its absolute best to adapt. So if you sit around all the time, watch TV and don't do much and you're not very active, it will adapt. It will lose muscle mass, it will increase fat mass, and it will lose fitness because it doesn't need to be fit. It doesn't need to have muscle. It doesn't um, need much to do stuff. So it doesn't need to be strong. It doesn't need to be healthy because it's not doing much. Our bodies were created to walk, run, push, pull, and be strong and be pushed and, you know, uh, be active. So, let me get straight into the first one. So basically, if you're an athlete, you need to have specificity to your training. So basically, the training needs to be relevant to you. So if you're looking to be a footballer, you're not going to go play basketball. If you want to be a swimmer, you're not going to do shitloads of running and no swimming. So that's where, as an athlete, your um, training needs to be specific. Obviously, you can use other training methods to complement that, but... I know. I also know that a lot of you guys are not athletes, and um, but I like to think as my clients as athletes and treat them as athletes. Um, so you're an athlete of life, pretty much. Um, and obviously, if you're looking to lose weight, what really dictates that is your diet and your lifestyle. Whereas your training, I think everybody, no matter what, if they're looking to build muscle, gain weight, lose weight, they still should be looking to strengthen their body, improve their movement, and improve their conditioning and general fitness. And by conditioning, conditioning is basically to apply your own fitness to an actual activity. So I think that everyone should, should be conditioned and fit enough and strong enough to be useful in real life situations. For example, if you need to pull somebody up off a ledge, pull yourself over a wall, over a ledge, whatever, and run a certain distance, and be have a certain amount of strength, flexibility, be able to lift a certain thing or whatever. Basically to keep yourself healthy and strong if you need to get out of a situ sticky situation, but also to help your loved ones around you and even strangers or whatever. Because imagine if you see somebody hanging off a bridge or something they're stuck or whatever and you and you're strong enough to hold on to the railings and put one hand down and pull them up that's fantastic but if you're not it's not very good 
especially if you're trying and you let them fall. That's what motivates me in my training. And that's what gives me purpose in every training session. But also when I realize these principles um, of training, it's it's really, really cool. So progressive overload is probably the most important thing to get results because your training frequency, your intensity, the time, the type of training you're doing has to be increased uh, over the training period. So basically in order for your body, your your human body to adapt it needs to be put under a certain amount of stress that it's not used to so for example if you're bench pressing 100 kilos and you're used to it and it's just normal for you if you do that for a certain amount of time your body will adapt to the point where it doesn't change anymore it doesn't get stronger it doesn't whatever so you need to add on weight or you need to slow down the reps or you need to add on more sets or, or an extra day to the week for your body to actually uh, adapt so you need to cause adaptation by applying progressive overload Pro- progressive overload can be applied in cardio as well so if you do 5k and you continue to do it all the time all the time 5k 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 at the same rate at the same speed at the same everything over a certain amount of time that you will literally just adapt to that only and you will, won't get fair so in order to get fair you need to increase the speed um or obviously increase this distance is another way of doing it or you can there's there's a number of ways actually uh you can add on another day of training maybe but the best thing to do i think especially for running is to add on uh, another few kilometers or try do it in less time obviously Um, and for weight training like bench pressing adding on more weight makes it causes more overload because your body has to adapt then um so the next principle is frequency, intensity, time. Frequency is increased uh, by basically, say if you're used to training twice a week to increase your frequency, you obviously just can just add on another day to the week. So then training uh, twice a week. Intensity is um, then lifting basically with greater resistance. So lifting more. If you're cycling and you, you use, say you're on a spin bike and you're always, you're always at level four, to increase the intensity there, you just obviously notch it up to level five or six or whatever. Um, and that's how you would do that with cardio. Um, with pull-ups, for example, if you're doing pull-ups and you're used to doing 10 pull-ups and then you're getting 20 and you're getting, it's just so easy for you now with your body weight to make that harder and to make them more intense, you could add on a weighted vest. So then the next uh, principle would, would be individuality individual needs so all athletes and you are different so your training usually has to be different and be related to your age your gender your abilities uh, your injury status you know and obviously your fitness levels so training that is not relevant to you is going to cause you to be unmotivated pissed off with it and then unsuccessful pretty much in the long term then the next kind of principle you need to worry about is rest and recovery you need to have physical adaptation in order to have that you need to be rested so what we do in the gym is cause progressive overload cause the body some stress good stress and pain we damage the body pretty much by pushing it then outside the gym when you're resting when you're eating when you're sleeping your body is adapting and recovering to 
what you've put it under, that, that physical stress. So with nutrition, with hydration, sleep, stress management, your body repairs, comes back after about 24, 48 hours, stronger, better, um, caused by that more intense training, that overload that you've put it under. Another principle, reversibility. So your body and your systems will basically adapt to whatever uh, is happening. So basically, if you stop training and doing the training that you were doing, your body uh, reverses, it's called reversibility. It's basically where it goes back to um, where it was. So if you stop training from an injury or you're just unmotivated and you stop training, you will lose that strength, that fitness, that muscle, um, and likely increase body fat as well. Because uh, you'll be burning less calories at rest because you're not keeping your muscles big and strong. Um, what's good about reversibility though is that if you train for say 12 weeks and then you take a week off you can come back motivated after that week off because if you consistently just train and train and train it can become you can become unmotivated um, and then a week or two off can actually cause you to one uh, push out of a plateau push your motivation again and become more hungry for your training because if you're constantly training and constantly training for literally 12 months of the year and you will likely get bored of it in some way shape or form and then probably give up so having a planned say two weeks off in a year at least minimum uh, is very good obviously around Christmas time because that rest and all those extra calories can actually contribute to your um uh, performance first of all uh, because you can come back even stronger bigger and leaner uh, believe it or not because you've trained so well all year your body really gets a chance to, to heal and then you come back stronger fitter uh, and hungrier for a more motivated so overtraining is the last principle so if you do not have sufficient rest periods like literally you know you're training loads and loads and loads and then you're not getting enough sleep you're not resting you're training nearly every day of the week um what happens is your body doesn't have the time to adapt so it doesn't get stronger and it doesn't you don't get the results from the fitness training that you're doing the strength training whatever it is the conditioning and then you're more at risk of actually becoming sick because your immune system will be uh, compromised and you're more likely to be injured because your muscles aren't actually getting stronger but you're still pushing them, you know and you're not letting them rest properly to come back stronger and then push it so what i would do is obviously program the programs where sufficient rest is uh, given in between days like for example if i have full body workouts and there's it's a three day a week um, do it on a Monday, Wednesday, and maybe Friday or Saturday. If somebody wants to train like four days a week, you could do Monday, Tuesday training, Wednesday and Thursday off, and then maybe uh, Friday and Saturday training. Having a day between the two days is really, really good. Um, if you're doing four days, but also you would have, say, an upper body day, on the Monday and a lower body day on the Tuesday, then a full day's rest, and then again then for the Thursday and Friday. And that just that's just a nice way of 
kind of uh, leaving enough hours and days of rest uh, in between training sessions. It's no point in smashing uh, upper body, upper body, upper body, upper body three, four days in a row. You won't get a chance to rest and come back stronger and leaner and better. And will overtrain. Um, so you will be better off, you know, doing upper body, then lower body, and then upper body, and then lower body. So that's it, folks, pretty much for today's podcast. Hopefully that was nice and informative. Uh, and you will go now to your training sessions in the gym and have a bit more, you know, meaning behind it, knowing that you have to, one, achieve progressive overload, two, uh, do that by increasing the intensity, uh, the time that you're going, or the changing up the type of exercise that you're doing as well is really, really good for kind of getting through plateaus. Um, but intensity is really, really important, especially when you're lifting weights or for any fitness, to be honest with you. Um, in order to do that by increasing the weight or increasing the, the amount of uh, sets that you're doing or the amount of reps that you're doing or the speed at which you do the reps, so the, the, the tempo pretty much so if you slow down the reps you're going to cause more tension meaning that you're causing progressive overload or you can add on another day next part then is the individual needs and then the next part is obviously rest and recovery so letting your body actually adapt to the stress you put it under the good stress that over uh, that progressive overload um, and then reversibility obviously if you stop training your body will go back to where it was you might though keep some of that kind of neurological uh, muscle memory so it is easier to come back after some time if you have trained really really well uh, in the past and then overtraining obviously if you overtrain and don't rest enough your body hasn't got time to adapt properly and then you'll come back possibly get injured or sick because your immune system could be compromised and um, you're more likely to get injured obviously because your muscles aren't get able to get strong even though you're still pushing so that's it, folks. Hopefully that was uh, nice and informative. Uh, have a good day.